0: Australia Church podcast. We're so glad you're listening today. We pray this blesses you and encourages you. And if you want to get in touch with us or find out more about our ministry, please check out our website or social media. We pray you have a great day. We just love our beautiful. Harvest family, so much. You guys probably don't realize how much of a blessing you are to us, but you really, really are. We are just so blessed and so thankful. So I am, I am honored and blessed to share this morning. Yay, Jesus! (laughs) So I'm going to pray, and then, and then we'll share. Lord, we just thank you so much for your goodness this morning. We thank you so much for your amazing love and presence here in this place. You are so faithful, Jesus, and you are so, so good to us. Lord, your goodness comes upon us and overtakes us, even when we don't even realize the things that you are moving on our behalf and the things that you are doing behind the scenes to bless us and to prepare us, Lord, for all that you have for us. So this morning, Lord, we just want to thank you. We just want to gaze into your eyes and say, thank you, Jesus, Thank you for your love. Thank you for your goodness and your kindness that never ceases to amaze us. And we just love you this morning with all of our hearts. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God is so good. He is so good. I've just been overwhelmed by the goodness of God this week. Don't you love those weeks? We could have every week like that, I think. Jesus, let's, let's do that. <laughs> so I love, I love the Lord's presence. And this week has just been one of those weeks where the goodness of the Lord has just overwhelmed me. And when I say the goodness of God, it's, you know, the goodness of God is, is all that He is. He is altogether lovely. He is filled with life. He is filled with light and love. And, and his, his goodness is when His presence comes and all that He is comes with it. <laughs> and we are just undone. I am... Um, I, I do, when I'm touched by the presence of God and when He really comes near, I just melt. (laughs) And I just get really teary because it just impacts me again of how good He is and how filled with love and kindness He is toward us in every situation. And it just undoes me. He just undoes me because we're just not worthy <laughs> of all that he is. But he loves to pour himself upon our little lives. And I just feel so blessed when he comes. So. But we had a great week this week. We uh, went to a meeting at another church, at c C3 church, and heard Phil Pringle share. And it was a great night, actually. We met with other pastors and other people from around the city. And um, Phil Pringle, he is a man of God that has really stood through the years and really built the kingdom of heaven here on earth with great honor. And it was a privilege to be there. And he prayed for, for the pastors, and, and it was a really great night. So God is so good, isn't he? And he's so good. We're so blessed. I I love Adelaide because Adelaide is really quite small. (laughs) So you get to see people that you haven't seen for a while when you gather. And I think God loves that. He has a little laugh as well. So, um, But yeah, it was a great night and a really blessed night. Um, And it's encouraging as pastors to meet with other leaders as well and just be encouraged and blessed by what God's doing. But we are so blessed by what God is doing here. And we love that God is building kingdom family here. We have something very, very special, very, very special. And uh, we don't take that for granted (laughs) because he is so good. He is so good. But I also had um, had the privilege of chatting and spending some time catching up just over the phone with Catherine Ronala this week. And um, she just blesses my heart. She is just a woman of God that I love with my whole heart. And she's been such a blessing to us. And um, what they're doing in Brisbane, we're just looking forward to connecting more with them. And we're excited. She'll be coming down this year again to minister and be with us. Yes. Yay, Jesus. <laughs> Which we're really really excited for. Um, So God is great. He's doing something very special, I believe, in our our city, but in our nation. He's really connecting the body of Christ. He's really building us as one. And that is a real gift because, you know, we're, we're not arms and legs and feet and body parts all over the place. We're actually one body. We are one body. We are the body of Christ. We are the place where He dwells and moves here on earth. And it's, it's a real blessing when you really see God connecting, you know, connecting the body of Christ together as one, coming together as one, cheering each other on as one, uplifting one another as one, standing together, fighting for the kingdom here on earth as one. And there's a blessing that flows in that place. There is a blessing of unity where the Lord just is thrilled to dwell. And I think it's exciting. I think it's fun. So this morning... I want to share um, something that the Lord gave me when I was sitting and praying um, and just asking Him over this year. um, And and Marty and I are going to share some more specific things. We're going to have a a vision morning where we release a few things and, and share some more prophetic things over this year. But the Lord gave me a verse and I read it and my spirit just came alive. I'm like, yes, this is good. So turn with me to Hebrews 12 verse 1. So Hebrews 12, verse 1, and I'm reading reading at the moment from the Amplified Version. It says, Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who have borne testimony to the truth, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance and unnecessary weight and the sin that so readily and cleverly clings to and entangles us. And let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence, the appointed course of the race that is set before us. Looking away from all that will distract us, looking to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith, giving the first incentive of our belief and is also the finisher of our faith, bringing us to maturity and perfection. And I read this verse, and the Lord began to speak to me about how we are so surrounded. We are so surrounded. And I think sometimes the enemy comes and he he tries to divide and conquer. He tries to, to make us feel like we're separated. He tries to make us feel like we're alone. He tries to make us feel that whatever we're going through, that no one else understands and that no one else is going through or has gone through what we're going through. And he likes to try and isolate us because when we become isolated, we become an easy target. But the Lord is reminding us today and decreeing over us how surrounded we are. We are surrounded by Him. We're surrounded by the Holy Spirit. You know, at any given time, there is always, you know, us, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Father covering us. We have all of heaven cheering us on. And we have, if you read Hebrews 11, which I love to read on a regular basis, I call it the Hall of Faith, the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Faith. All of the heroes of faith who have gone before us and have stood in faith for the promises of God. Many of them not even seeing it fulfilled. But we have this great cloud of witnesses cheering us on, surrounding us, covering us. I remember growing up, we, um, my grandparents had a farm, and we would often go there for holidays as kids. At Easter time, we would go there, and, and it was just great fun. Um, now we live on a farm, so every day is like a, a holiday fun. So, um, But we used to go there um, as a family and have holidays, and I remember going one time, and it was lambing season. So all the sheep were having their lambs, and I was just so super excited. And every now and then, you know, a lamb would be born, but the mother wouldn't survive through childbirth or something would happen and there'd be little orphan lambs. And yes, I did bring one home one year to my parents' uncertainty, I think, but they very graciously and lovingly let me brought this little baby lamb home, um, which was super cute. but I remember that, you know, when in lambing season especially is a vulnerable time when the lambs are born. And if a mother is struggling or if the mother doesn't make it through, you know, um, the lambing of the, the lamb. It's not childbearing, is it? It's lambing something. <laughs> Hello. Then they become easy target to the foxes that are around. So the foxes know the vulnerable points, the weak points. They know the animals that aren't doing so well. They know when the lambs are vulnerable, if the mother hasn't made it, that the lambs become vulnerable. And it just reminded me of the fact that when we stay together and when we stay united and when we stand as one and when we know that we are covered and that we are surrounded, there is such a safety and a security in that place. But the enemy loves to try and isolate us. But the Lord just loves to gather us. <laughs> and He, this year, I believe, is just decreeing over us how surrounded we are in all that we do, in every circumstance, in every situation, to know that we are never alone. We are never alone. He is surrounding us and covering us. One of my favorite um, chapters in the Bible is Psalm 91. You know, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will rest under the shadow of the Almighty. I grew up with that on the back of our toilet door. Remember, you know, you know, in in the day how there's these posters, these beautiful posters with pictures photography, and it's got a Bible verse across there. Well, we had one on the back of our toilet door. So I would sit there and I would read, he who dwells under the shelter of the Most High will rest under the shadow of the Almighty. But the funny thing is that the Lord used that and he deposited it into my spirit and it's became the cry of my heart for my life to know the presence of God to dwell in the presence of God to be covered and overshadowed by God himself so as a little kid so parents you can stick those posters on the back of your door. <laughs> But there is something about knowing the overshadowing and knowing the covering of the Lord and knowing that we are surrounded knowing that we are not alone, that those who have gone before us have stood with great faith. And there is something about standing with great faith that I think is really powerful, really, really powerful, because it's easy to do things when we can see. The challenge is when we can't. And that's the time where faith kicks in. That's the time where our faith is tested. That's the time where our faith is grown and matured that when we actually stand in faith. So I encourage you, I won't read it today because it's just a massive chapter. But even this week, when you're spending time with the Lord, read through Hebrews 11. It is an amazing chapter of faith. Amazing chapter of faith. So I felt this, I felt this year the Lord saying that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And then um, the Lord reminded me in 2 Kings 6:16, it's where Elisha, he is um, his servant, comes out in the morning. He wakes up and then he actually sees around the camp where they're staying, he sees the enemy gathered around the camp. He sees the forces of the enemy and the chariots around the camp. And he comes running to Elisha and he says, We're surrounded. We're sur- the enemy has us surrounded with fear, as you would have in your heart. And Elisha says, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> he says, don't be afraid. He says, 2 Kings 6.16, those who are with us are more than those that are with them. Amen. And Elisha prayed, Lord, open his eyes. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes and the servant saw the chariots of heaven and the angel armies of heaven surrounding them. Do you know that that's actually how we live? We have this surrounding blessing of chariots of heaven and all of heaven around our lives. Isn't God good? He is so good. <laughs> in in Psalms 34, it says that the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. He encamps around us. He surrounds us. He covers us. He fills us. He is so for us. He is so for us. He is so for you in your life. Sometimes, you know, we don't always feel that and we don't always know that, but He is more for us than we could ever, ever imagine. So I felt the Lord saying that we are surrounded and that He's got us. He has got us this year. We are in the palm of His hand. And I love that He has such big hands that He can hold the whole world. You know, He's got the whole world in His hands. <laughs> so He can hold the whole world. He can hold us really good, right? We're really safe, really, really safe and secure. So in, in the second verse of, of Hebrews 12, It says here, since we are surrounded, since we are so covered, since we are so safe and so blessed and so secure, in that safe place, let us throw off everything that holds us back. Let's let go of everything that entangles us and clings to us and that stops us from fulfilling our God-given destiny. And this is the case for each and every one of us. There are little things that come in our lives. There are distractions. There are difficulties. There are disappointments. There are things that come in our life, all designed to distract us, to hinder us, to weigh us down so that we don't reach the fullness of God's call on our lives. Who knows what I'm talking about? Give me a wave. Give me a wave. Yeah. Lots of waves. Yeah. So... When we know how covered we are and how surrounded we are, it is the most beautiful place and the most safe place to let go of things. Yeah. And I believe, you know, I do this regularly and we do this regularly. We just check our heart and our lives on a regular basis to make sure that we are not cari- carrying around loads of excess baggage that's weighing us down or holding us back from what God has for us. And I... Um, I have beautiful friends, Adrian and Adriana, who helped me with the Passion Translation this morning. So in the Passion Translation, it's a beautiful translation. Who has a copy of the Passion Translation? Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? It's absolutely beautiful. If you're wanting just some refreshing in the Word of God, if you want to be refreshed in His absolute love for you, I encourage you, get a copy of the Passion Translation. It is full of life and it's just living water into my heart. So in the Passion Translation of Hebrews 12 verse 1, it says, As for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds, each affirming faith's reality. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into sometimes the the things that we end up carrying and the things that end up tripping us up are the actual wounds or hurts of the past and this is something that we all experience and the key is in here when you know when god says you know don't sin when god says let go of these things that hold you back it's actually because of his unbelievable love for us it's because he believes in us and he doesn't want us held back by these things because he knows these things tangle us and trip us and limit us but he knows he knows you he knows me he sees the potential in each and every one of us he knows who we carry inside of us and the reason why he gives us, you know, these these amazing things in his word, like letting go of things, is because he wants us to be free, and he wants us to have fun, and he wants us to fulfill all that he has for us in life. And I love the Passion Translation that says, you know, let go of every wound that has, has hurt our heart. Because if we, you know, and you can read further on in, in Hebrews 12, later in the chapter, Um it says that if we don't heal and let the Lord heal these things in our heart, we need to be careful that bitterness doesn't spring up in its place. Because bitterness not only hurts us, but it defiles many. And this is something that we are just so um, so in tune with as a family here and as a body. But it's a great reminder at the beginning of every year. You know what? Let's throw off some of the old and get ready for the new. Let's make sure that we are a vessel that is ready ready for what God is going to pour in. And God is going to do some amazing things this year, and He already is. But it's really good just to open our hearts before the Lord and say, you know what, God? Yeah, I'm going to get rid of this. And I want you to heal this. And I forgive this person. And I ask you to heal my heart from these situations. And any burdens and baggage or disappointments and, and you know, things that have in the past maybe upset us, don't let those things hold you back. Don't let those things limit you. I plead with you. God has far greater things for your life, for our lives, than to be held back by things of the past. And it's something that the Lord is passionate about, and He speaks about it in the Word over and over. And He went to the cross for this very reason, to set us free and to heal our heart. And it's amazing to me, like God, He shows me pictures of things sometimes, and I love it when He does. And and he shows me like sometimes when I'm worshipping different, different things. And I saw this picture of him standing before me and this cross before me. Everything that happens to me goes through him. Everything that happens to me goes through him. He has already taken it on the cross. Everything, everything. He takes everything upon himself so that we behind him can be free. Everything, everything. What an incredible revelation. What an incredible revelation that in every situation that he is standing, covering, saying, I've taken it all. I've taken it all. And I think, I think as well, God in His goodness in what He's doing here in this house and in this family, is He is building something special, and He is building something powerful in His kingdom, and He is expanding His kingdom, He is growing His kingdom here on earth. And when we let go of those things, and when we become clean vessels, ready vessels, pure vessels, we are filled then with the goodness of God, and you can see, you know, when you start to feel weighed down, you start to feel a bit weary, a little bit heavy. It's a good opportunity to say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. What's going on? <laughs> and he might just reveal, you know what? It might be this little disappointment. It might be this little thing. And it's just great to give those things to the Lord and exchange it for his love, for his life, and for his goodness. And I think it's, it's just significant that he places it in this order here, that when we know that we're surrounded, we know that we're covered, we know that we're safe, that it's a safe place to trust him. And I really believe that this is a safe place here in this house, that as family, we stand for each other, we stand with each other, we fight for each other, not with each other. (laughs) We say that to our kids all the time if they're arguing. We fight for each other, kids, not with each other. Come on, come on. But it's a safe place when you're in family because you know you're surrounded by people that love you, that see the best in you, who believe in you, who will uplift you. And that's the beautiful thing about the kingdom family of of God, that it's a safe place. And the the third thing that I just want to share from this passage is that it says here in the end of of the verse, and that us let go of everything that entangles us and let us run with endurance and persistence, the appointed course of the race set before us. The reason why God wants us to let go of that stuff is so that we can run freely, passionately, filled with His Spirit, filled with His promises. And there's a, there's a running that looks like rest, and there's a running that looks like exhaustion. <laughs> Have you ever seen, and Ryan, Ryan would know this, runners, athletic runners make running look easy. You watch them and they're like, they're just running along like it's a stroll in the park. And it almost makes you think, I could do that. (laughs) But athletic runners, they they literally make it look easy. There's a run with ease and there's a run with rest. And then there's a run with exhaustion for those of us who maybe aren't so fit. (laughs) But there is is a, a race that the Lord has placed before each and every one of us. And I love that he has the perfect lane for how he created us. There are perfect lanes for you. And there is a perfect lane for me. Because every single one of us are so beautiful and so uniquely made that there is no point trying to look in the next lane. Because that's not how we're made. (laughs) We're made to be how he's made us to be. And the sooner we embrace that and the sooner we thank him for that and the sooner we just um, run in who he's made us to be, the more fruit we see in our lives, the more freedom we have in our lives and just the, the beautiful presence of God flows all the more because we celebrate who he's made us to be. He loves who he's made you. And you look around the room, there is no one else like you there is no one else like you in this room. And if you then look on a bigger scale on the planet, there is no one else like you on this entire planet. We need each other to be who God's made us to be. And we're all going to be different. But that's the beauty. That's the beauty of the body of Christ, that we all get to be different. We all get to be unique. And when we discover the uniqueness of what God has placed before us, then it really puts to, you know, to rest any comparison. It puts to rest any of that, you know, oh, what's he doing? What's she doing? I wish I was doing that. I don't want to do that. I, I wish I could do it this way or that way. It, it just puts to rest all of that because all that matters is what's before you, what's before me. And I've, I've heard Heidi and Roland um, share and, you know, it, they're so cool. They're so fun. And I've heard them share and, and Roland shares, you know, Nearly every day we felt like quitting. <laughs> He's just like, Yeah, we're still here, but every day we quit and then we start again. <laughs> but but there's there's a message that, that he shared and he said, basically, if you don't quit, you win. <laughs> so it's not about having you know this most monumental success every single day of our lives and seeing revival break I mean that would be amazing and we pray for that but really success is a fact that we stick at it that we keep going that we keep persevering that we don't fall short by letting go and let me tell you that there are seasons and there are times and I've known this in my life and I know there are people here this morning and you've known this too Where there's been a battle over your life where you would fall short. Where there's been a battle over your life for you to let go. There's been a battle over your life for you to step back and say, it's just too hard, I can't do it anymore. But the truth is, the holding on... They're they're steadfast, just one step at a time. And when you can't see and when you can't even feel, and I've been through seasons like that where I really can't see and I don't know what's ahead. And, And there are seasons sometimes where you can't even find the presence of God. Even Jesus on the cross at his greatest hour of need said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He knew what it was in that moment to not be able to see or feel the Father's presence. He knows. But it's in that time where we just take one step and another step and another step. Baby steps are still steps. And if all you can take are baby steps, then you keep taking those steps. And in in the running with the rest, it is just a beautiful thing when you come into a place to learning to run the race God's given you with rest. God in his... um, Great kindness and in his love over the last five years has been teaching me a lot about rest, a lot about living with peace. And I have to say, I have to say, I, I really couldn't live any other way now. Living with peace and living with rest, living with the prince of peace, is the most beautiful thing. There's no striving. There's, no, there's not that worrying and, you know, it's the, the spirit of the world is busy, busy, busy. <laughs> but when we really come into the rest of the Lord and when we learn to live in peace, we begin to see him flow through us in ways that we were too busy to see before. We begin to see him in situations around us that, that we didn't even notice when we were so busy, busy, busy. So running with rest is just a, a beautiful thing. And it's, it fascinates me, and it has always fascinated me, I think, um, since I was younger, John 14 about the vine and the branches and how the Lord says, I am the vine and you are the branches. And as we stay connected to him and as we stay united with him, his life flows through our lives and we bear fruit. A branch doesn't do very much. But as a branch stays connected, it will bear fruit. So in the race that the Lord has set before us, when we can see or when we can't see what he has for us, if we just position ourselves to stay connected... I am staying connected to the Lord. I am staying in His Word every day. I am spending time with the Lord. And I'm taking one step at a time. You know, the Lord empowers us in ways that we could never dream or hope of. And He opens doors and opportunities that we couldn't open in a lifetime. He is so good. He is so good. He really is. So learning to run with peace and to run with rest and to live with the prince of peace and not to get caught up in busy, busy, busy. I think um, when we went to Germany, we've said this um, a few times before, but... But they said to us, so many people come here with burnout, and, you know, they come and they tell us, I have three jobs, and I've started my ministry, we have 10 kids, we're pioneering this, and, and they're just like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's exhausting just listening to it, right? <laughs> But there's something, I think, in this day and age where it's almost a pat on the back to tell everyone how busy we are. How are you? Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm doing so much. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's like, oh, wow. It's, a, it's almost a, um, you know, a, a thing to be proud of to be really, really busy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, but the thing is, is that it can be a trap when we let ourselves get too busy to see Jesus. And when we get ourselves too busy, 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 busy to actually see him in our lives. And he's been teaching me how he loves to to reveal himself in so many different ways in our lives. Sometimes he comes with his all-consuming fire. Sometimes he comes and wraps us in his presence. Sometimes he is comforter. Sometimes he's healer. Sometimes he walks beside us during the day and he's a teacher. And he's like, look at this. Do you see this? Do you hear the birds in the trees? I made them. Some, he loves to come and reveal the different um, aspects of who he is. But when we're busy, 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 we don't even get to see him in those situations. And he loves to, to walk with us and talk with us. One of my favorite things that the Lord has taught me, Um, over the past five years in really learning how to live from rest and with rest is that He doesn't ask us to do things for Him. He actually asks us to do things with Him. And that was just one of the biggest revelations for me. Big revelation. I was so busy, <laughs> so busy, busy, busy trying to, to do things for the Lord and trying to do things to please his heart and trying to do things to bless his heart. I mean, it's not a bad um, focus, but even in that very focus, you can still burn out. You can burn out running to God. You usually think it's something, you know, you're going to burn out if you're running from God. And, but you can burn yourself even running for God. But running with him is completely different. And I've learned that he actually wants to walk life with me. He wants to talk to me and with me. He wants to flow through me. And it becomes so restful and so peaceful because it's not me having to do things for him. It's me letting him love me and live with me and pour himself through me. That's the vine and the branches, right? Coming into rest coming into that place of his presence, being sheltered by the vine, being a branch that is just loved and, and nourished and filled with life and filled with goodness that he just pours himself through. How blessed are we? How blessed are we? Seriously, my goodness, He does it. He gives his life for us. He lays his life down. He's raised again. He covers our sin. He lifts our burdens. He sets a race before us of incredible blessing designed just for you, just for me. And then he says, all we have to do is stay in him, stay covered by him, stay connected with him, and he will pour himself through us. And we get to enjoy and watch the fruit come forth. Isn't he beautiful? He is so beautiful. Well, why don't you stand with me this morning? And I want to ask the worship team to come forward. I love our worship team so much. I love, love, love worship. Who's a worshiper here? Yeah. <laughs> I just love, I love when a worship, it just connects you straight to heaven. And it just takes you to a whole other place. And God is just so good. He is so good. So, Lord, we just thank you this morning for your goodness and your love in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that you are so faithful and that you are more, more, um, you are more loving toward us than we could ever comprehend. (laughs) That you go ahead of us, Lord, that you cover us, that you surround us, that you fill us, that you lift burdens off our lives, Lord. You are so good. You are so good. And we are so thankful, Jesus. And this morning, Lord, we just ask that you would come afresh on each and every one of us this morning. Father, we just ask that you would come by your Spirit and that you would fill us. Fill us. Fill us, Lord, as only you can do.